What's good, world? It's your boy, Mastermind Mind, and this is a special, special weekday drop. Listen, man, this is an episode I've been waiting for for a long time. I got the one and only, the brother himself, hip-hop gamer, man. Yo, Listen, you already man. know what it is, baby. Let's get it pop out. It's been a chain for my man, Mastermind. You know what I'm saying? Let's always been it. supporting, always showing love. God bless you. Thank you, man. It's an honor to be here, son. Let's get yeah. to it. Yeah, hey, amen. It's an honor to have you, my brother. Hey, man. Peace out the chain. Check out the hat, bro. You did. Oh, yeah. So, yo, that's great. Fire, side. son. You got your name on the too? side. Yes, sir. Yes, With sir. With the Nintendo? Yes, okay. sir. Yes, sir. Yeah, hey, that's fire, son. Man, we're going to dive right into it, man. Hey, I got so many questions I want to ask you, bro. I'm going to be real respectful of your time. But thank you. One of the things, first thing I got to ask you, what's your favorite game? Of just just out that's out right now because it's so many great games. I seen you playing Hogwarts gotcha. Legacy or whatnot. Uh, the yeah. new the Xbox game that just dropped. You know what I'm saying? I five rush. Yeah, right. It's a lot of great games. So, what's your favorite game that's out right now? So, my favorite game that's out right now, I would definitely say is Hogwarts Legacy. That's like okay to me. That's the first game of the year contender for 2023, mm. in my opinion. The way that game is developed, designed, sound, fun, everything, like story, all of it is mm -hmm. incredible. And you could tell that it had next generation in mind when it was made. That's mm -hmm. one. Uh, okay. But just to add some value to this is the, the hat that I got on right now, the Callisto Protocol, right. from a graphical standpoint, this game has the best graphics I've ever played. Like, period. Oh, really? Best graphics. Yes. Better than best um, for, for, yes. for Big yep. Oh, yep. okay, okay, yes. okay. Yes, yes, okay. better, in my opinion, better. Okay. Then, then, uh, but my overall favorite game, game franchise all time, God of War. Like, okay. period. Okay. Ain't nothing touching God of War. And Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart, to me, okay, is yeah. the best game ever developed so far. Mm. Why do why you so, say developed? Because, uh, the way Ratchet and Clank, when they talked about how this game is going to be for PS5 only, it's going to take mm. advantage of the SSD and everything like that. Ratchet and Clank ripped apart. When you think about all the action that's going on on screen at once, all the character models that's on the screen at once, the detail in all the characters, the sound design, the way they utilize the DualSense controller, like everything that was marketed about what you can expect when you purchase a PS5 was mm, true, done true, with true. that game at the highest level, frame rate, everything, ray tracing, all of it, no matter what mode you use. That mm. game runs, performs, it looks flawless. And that right there, from a development standpoint, just sheer development, there's no mm. game that touches that that has all of that in it. Mm. Makes sense, makes sense. So so you said Hogwarts Legacy, definitely contender for game of, for game of the year. So with a, I think when games give you hot graphics and like you said, development. So I think the next big game gonna have to have a best of those both worlds, like good development and hot graphics. What game yes. do you see like upcoming games potentially coming out? We got rumors of Metal Gear Solid, you know what I'm saying? Uh -huh. Remake. We got uh -huh. um uh Resident Evil 4 remake coming, you know yeah. what I'm saying? That's one of my favorites, yo. We, yeah, we, we facts, go, man. I'm with you on dive, that. We're gonna dive into that within yeah. it, but just great games that's being remade. Do you think that can also help out? Uh, you know, a lot of games when they remake them, they kind of change them up a little bit. If we can right. add development to that, how do you right. think that'll be for a remake game, but also for up and coming games? 
So for, for a remake game, we've just seen it. And I'll give you an example of what I mean. Metroid. Right. Metroid, yo, the way the Metroid Prime Remaster looks mm-hmm. is amazing. But aside from that, the way it plays, remember back in the day, like the strafing and stuff like that, it was very uh, stiff. You know, we had to move this way and stuff yeah, like that. True, we couldn't true, true. free flow the way it was mm-hmm. back in the day. So they changed that. And just that one change to make the controls modern, make the whole game experience game better. And it makes you want to play it again. And you feel like you're playing it again for the first time. And mm-hmm. that's the selling mm-hmm. point. That's the punchline right there. So I believe that all remakes should be just like that. Whether it's a remaster or a remake, the modern controls need to be implemented. It's just like if they was to bring back Def Jam Fight for New York uh, right. or Def Jam Vendetta with online and modern controls and better graphics. That same old game right now with new controls, it's like Crazy. back for the first time, son. Right, It'd be right. out of this world. So that's the remake side of things. Now, in terms of games that's upcoming, mm-hmm. I'm going to tell you, yo, Mastermind, and this is the first time that I spoke about this in terms of being interviewed, you know, about it. But oh, I'm going to tell you this, because I just put a tweet I put a tweet out about it, and I was the one who broke the story. But I'm going to tell you this, man. Spider-Man 2. Mm. Game changer. Spider-Man 2. Oh. I'm going to say this. You can quote me on it. When y'all saw The Matrix on Unreal Engine 5 mm-hmm. and how mm-hmm. impactful mm-hmm. that was, mm-hmm. get ready to play New York City in Spider-Man 2 in a way that rivals and in other ways exceed what you've seen with that Matrix demo. Oh. Period. Oh. Period. So, oh. Graphics and I know this and for all, a fact. I know. I know this for a fact. This ain't like, listen, one thing about me is when I like when I'm ready to speak, it's because I got something to say. Like, yeah. I don't need, like, the clout to make up something to make me feel bigger than what I... Like, I don't got to do that. I'm hip-hop gamer, dog. Like, I don't got to do none of that. I'm telling yeah. you straight up. Spider-Man 2? Oh, man. Epic. You notice I ain't blinked the whole time. So. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yes, sir. Yes, yeah. sir. Hey. Yeah. Hey. So just hey. know. Mic drop, mic drop. All right, look. look we, all right, so I'm a, I'm a, I'm a... Resident Evil 4 and this Meta Good Solid situation. Yeah. Like, yo, them two of my favorite games, I'm like pumped up and hyped for. So yeah. I, I don't want to go too far into re- remake because I want to swing on over talking about Web 3 gaming. But right. you got to touch on it just for a little bit because I'm, hey, we gamers, man. And look, Resident Evil 4, man. Talk yeah. to me, man. Like, how do you feel yo, about, how do you feel about the remake graphics? Yeah, the graphics is fire. Yo, let, let me tell you something right now, right? Mm-hmm. And this bugs me out. But when I was younger, I never lost that joy that I had when I like when I first played Pac-Man or when I first played Mario Brothers of Dunk Hunt. Like when mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. I never lost that kid like feel and joy for gaming. I never right. lost it. So nowadays it's almost as if everybody is trying to be critical or extra overcritical so they can feel special about having the ability to 
talk about something or talk down to something. Resident Evil 4. How can you not go crazy over that, B? The way that joint looked now, when you go into that village... The, and the modern controls, oh my right. god, that joint looks right. amazing. And what bugs me out, like I said, is everybody is so quick to find something wrong. Mm. Like it's like it's hard for people to just be happy and enjoy something. Or if you talk too good or talk too positive about something, oh now you deriding. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I, yeah, I don't yeah, curse. Yeah, you know what yeah. I mean? I don't, don't right, speak right. like that. I don't curse like that. But I'm just saying you yeah. deriding or you this and that. But the moment they put something out, they want you to love it, though. You know what I'm yeah. saying? It's so yeah. hypocritical. Yeah. So yeah. to me, Resident Evil 4, that remake, yo, I don't care. Remake them all. If they're yeah. going to be like right. that, remake them all. That remake them all. About, they, they, bring Cole Veronica. <laughs> yo, honestly, yeah. they need to yeah. remake Cole Veronica. Because that joint on for Dreamcast real, back real. in the yeah. day. I got a Dreamcast right here, bro. What's Tumbat, man? You already know what it is. Shoot, they need to remake Power Stone. They Man. need to remake Power Stone. Right. That Power Stone. is one of the most that unique was... fighting games ever. Right. And that was the best Dreamcast game. Yeah, well, that's I mean, one of the best one, Dreamcast one of the games best. ever. Yes. One of the best, yeah. One of the best. Because, like, I could go I can ahead see and... The, I, I can see them yeah. bringing that back. They need to bring that back. Yeah, like, you know what I'm saying? So, I'm, look, I'm very excited, man. And um, there's other stuff going on. Put it like this. Uh... Konami got a lot of games, and you see what's okay. going on with Silent Hill. Yeah, yeah. Talk to me, man. Talk to there's me, more, man. There's more to come from Konami, man. And um, I, I'm, I'm going to just throw this out there. When you think about Konami, and you think about fighting games, mm-hmm. Google... I, I'm going to say it like this. When you think about Konami, and you think about fighting games, Google fighting games and Konami, something might pop up. And when it pops mm-hmm. up, you'll know what I'm saying. I'll just leave it at that. that tick, Johnny. Leave it at that. I always just leave it at that. Okay, okay. Yeah. All right, look, let me let me let me go and move into this some of this Web three. Where do you see uh Web three gaming going from here? Seeing yeah, well, the situation with crypto and everything. What do you see yeah. Web three uh, Web three gaming going? Well, to me, once PlayStation and Xbox and Nintendo adopt it correctly, mm-hmm. then it's game time. See, like right now, uh, so. If you go back to, I believe, 2014, there was a lot of things in the background being tested. And I know this because uh, there's this one company called D-Live. And uh, I forgot what the D stood for, but it's called D-Live. And they was working with skins and different artifacts that you can utilize in games, but having their own uh, in-game currency to do things that can work in real life. So just like when you look at NBA 2K with virtual currency, or just mm-hmm. like when you look at um, Fortnite with V-Bucks, right. that's their own in-game currency. But how can we utilize that in real life from a stamp- standpoint of crypto? So right. it already exists, but it's per game. We need it to exist as a whole within the mm-hmm. actual culture of gaming so it can work properly across the board. So what I believe with Web3 Gaming is the moment Web3 Gaming is a part of the engines that's uh, that the game developers utilize to build games on, mm-hmm. then it's going to really be a game changer. And the first things that you're really going to start to see, I'll give you an example. So um, shout out to my man, Don Norbury. He has a, a um, game that's about to drop. It's a first-person shooter game um, that I can't remember the name on top of my head, but uh, it's the first Shrapnel. That's the name of the game. It's called Shrapnel. And Shrapnel is a triple-A first-person um, with a big-budget game that's built off the blockchain. 
Okay, let's All right? It's built off the blockchain. And the way there's still other things that they haven't revealed yet, but the fact that you got a triple A budget, triple A game, first person shooter that's built off blockchain that's coming out, and I believe it's powered by Unreal Engine, that lets you know that we're not far away from the Web3 gaming being the norm, play to earn being the norm, and NFTs being more understood in the gaming culture, so they'll realize that, look, you can't demonize something because you got bad apples that's using it right. the wrong way to try to hustle people and, and, um, and do bad things. You know what I'm saying? So once all that stuff is kind of weeded out and security is better uh, handled, then it's game over. Because I can even over. tell you right now, if you look at the patents that PlayStation has, if you look at a lot of patents that Xbox have, they already got crypto design stuff in their systems. PlayStation 6 and all that other stuff, when that comes out, it's going to be normal then. So mm-hmm. just let you know, get ready, man. Because yeah, it's going to yeah. be amazing. And the cool thing about it is, for example, you know how you normally got to wait for DLC for the developer to make it? Mm-hmm. Imagine the audience being able to make their own DLC, DLC whenever right. they want. Just like mods and stuff, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You can make whatever you want and be able to sell it on the blockchain within the actual game. Fire. Just like if you look at uh, WWE, how you could make something and upload mm-hmm. it to the server so other people could download it. Mm-hmm. Now you can own those things. You can sell those things. You can bring value to those things. You can be more a part of the ecosystem. And mm-hmm. to add more value to that, Skybound, uh, that does you know Telltale games with The Walking Dead and, and stuff like that, uh, Skybound, they take a lot of games and turn them into comics and they do film and television and things of that nature. So Skybound just announced that uh, fans of, you know, Skybound's properties, they will be able to invest in it. Yeah, right. they'll be able to invest in it and own a piece of the IP, mm. own a piece of the license. Now, think about this for a second. What if all of us had an opportunity to own a piece of Grand Theft Auto? Right. Like, Talk to or, the or just That's to own a piece of Rockstar do. Games. That's what think we're about trying it. to do. Yeah, yeah, You know what I'm yeah. saying? Think about yeah. it. We use it all the time. Right. It's big because of the community. What if we what if we had 2% of the license of Grand Theft Auto? What that the, the type of dividends, the type of dividends we will receive on a monthly basis or a quarterly basis. So mm-hmm. that's what Skybound is doing. That's all a part of what we're going to experience in the world of crypto and web three gaming. Because now the games are being developed on with the that in mind so we can have it. So get excited, bro. Word. Man, that 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 lead me into my next one, but you kind of already kind of tapped into it. Between the three juggernauts, which one do you see? Kind of actually, it's kind of like a, a next to the next console, next generation console. We got to right. talk about. It. I love Nintendo. They on my head. I'm a gamer, so I love all of them. Yeah, but we need a new Nintendo uh, console. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Yeah, and if Nintendo dropped the ball on not having some type of blockchain technology on their console, they they pretty much already kind of shot themselves in the foot. So we know we know we are getting a PS6 or whatever sometime soon. Now Xbox are already trying to we you know no more consoles, just strictly cloud, mostly focus on PC or whatnot. But right, that leads me into my eternal question of it all: How do you see AI affecting the future of gaming? Because oh, I love it because that's going to be another game changer alongside with yeah. blockchain technology. Yeah, I love it. So the great thing about AI is. Is going to create better workflow. 
for mm. development of games on the back end. So I'll give you an example, right? A lot of times when you're making games and you got to write certain scripts to be able to take care of these games, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, also my man Robert, uh, he got a um, program called Game Driver that automates a lot of um, game development so that you could get rid of pretty much like 95% of your bugs from an automated standpoint. You know what I mean? So when you think about AI being able to learn a lot of the programs that already exist and not only learn those programs, but even where those programs go wrong, the AI can fix on the fly. Let's say you're coding and you made a mistake coding. The AI can fix it for you so you don't got to do double, triple, quadruple work. You understand what I'm saying? So in terms of workflow, it's going to change the game. That's one. Two, it's going to allow people to be more competitive, where if you don't got the finances to probably be competitive to create something, you can invest in AI, and AI can do a lot of the heavy load for you, so you can utilize a lot of the finances that you got and put it in other places to have more success you know, with whatever project that you're working on. Mm-hmm. So AI is going to help a lot when it comes to um, workload, work management, and things of that nature. That's one. Now, secondly, AI can be utilized in so many different um, places of game development and just overall entertainment. So I'll give you another example. If you look at the Mandalorian TV show, they utilized uh, Unreal Engine to build a lot of the scenes that you saw in the actual TV show. Interesting. Now, they're taking what they did with the TV show and applying it to making a game, and they had the AI generate scenes for the game based on what was recorded for a TV show. So what it helps you do is if you have a thought and you're trying to figure out what that looks like and put it on paper, AI can help bring your thoughts to life. Mm -hmm. So from a standpoint of just being a creative, it's going to be a tool that helps bring your thoughts to uh, uh, fruition so that now you got something to show. Now, what does that mean? Bigger investments, more investments. So AI has a lot of value to it. Now, the flip side is just because you not everybody think the same. So AI, as good as it is, can also be utilized for a lot of negative things. True. So one of the most important things that needs to be established with AI is the security behind it. Mm-hmm. So the security behind AI needs to be just as sophisticated or more than the actual AI software itself. And it, and it has to be something where there's always a human element that can take over. Because you don't want to be in a situation where you create something that you can't control. Yeah, and I just leave it at that. True, true, true. With man, I, I think to improve security, we need to get a bunch of good brothers and sisters across the nation. You know what I'm saying? Good characters, and yeah. come together to you know what I'm saying push a, a more empathy in AI to make things moving in that in that that better path. Um, yeah, absolutely. Uh, tied tied to another, still to AI because we know with the situation with ChatGPT and Microsoft, you know what I'm saying? Yep. Microsoft and it's Xbox. So Xbox, I say the next Xbox situation, they they they're gonna be able to 
he feel probably already on the phone. Hey, bro, we need to use this new AI tech ASAP. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So we got Nintendo that um, I talked about this on the previous episode of the podcast. We got Nintendo that it's another AI company out there in China. Forgot yeah. the name or whatever. But if Nintendo get with those guys, that's a great opportunity. Now that leaves Sony, they leave Sony in in the middle of the ring. Like, okay, which AI are we gonna particularly power with? So mm. at, at some point in time, AI is gonna kick into gaming. But right. uh, do do you see at some point in time one AI eating up all of this, or just like it's gonna get crazy, man? Because yeah, that's interesting. Oh, so I don't see uh, one AI eating up everything. And the only reason why I say that is because. Monopolies don't happen. Uh, monopolies is more frowned upon when it mm-hmm. comes to business because if there's no competition, then you get put like this. Everybody's been waiting for NFL 2K to come back, right? True. But Madden got the license. So the thing is, uh, is that a good thing or a bad thing? You know what I mean? For us, the end user, we always need options. We always mm-hmm. need options. And you always need new thoughts and new people and new ideas. So you never want to have a monopoly on anything. And also those that do have a monopoly on stuff um, can stagnate things. And that could be counterproductive to the growth that you're looking for. So I don't think there will ever be just one AI company to dominate them all. What I will say is just like how you have Samsung and Apple and, you know, you always have these, uh, you know, battles here and there. I believe that Microsoft they got a strong leg up when it yeah. comes to AI. Like Microsoft is their software company. Like they yeah. are beasts when it comes to software. You know, hate them or love them. Microsoft is there in their position for a reason. Mm-hmm. Now, Sony, uh, I can see them utilizing whatever Microsoft uh brings to the forefront and um continue to work on. And I say that because Sony also uses Azure. Remember, Sony and Microsoft oh, yeah. compete. But mm-hmm, they also mm-hmm. work together. Yeah. At the same cloud time. Gaming. Yep. You know what I'm saying? They all they work together and they also um compete against each other. It all depends on what the scenario is and what the situation is. So I can see Sony utilizing uh AI that Microsoft does. Mm. But in retrospect, I can see Sony being a platform that Microsoft will tap into for that AI to be more widespread mm. for the end users to use in terms of platforms. Yeah. So yes. that's what I see now. But the biggest punchline here, and a lot of people is not talking about this, but what AI is going to do for cloud gaming is the game changer. Mm. So one of the biggest problems with cloud gaming has always been a latency issue, mm-hmm. even though it's gotten a lot better. A lot better. Um, and also, game pass. yeah, facts. It's been a lot better. And also, because it's a stream, it's like, dag, I can't, um, I can't look at it. Like, I can't, like, like sometimes the screen get messed up. It gets a little fuzzy, fuzzy, because the connection. Now, what I'm about to say, a lot of people may be looking at me like, nah, that's impossible. It's not. So, one of the things that you're gonna see, and put it like this, there was a screenshot that got leaked. Where on PlayStation 5, they had, um, I forgot the name of the game. I think it was like Dark Angel Knight or Black Angel Knight or something like that. But it was in the PS3 section of the, um, of the PlayStation 5. And there was a picture. And the picture said, download demo. 
-hmm. but it was a PS3. Now, you know you're going to only stream on PS3 for now, mm -hmm. but it said download demo. And I told people all the time, there's a lot that's being worked on in the back, you know, uh, that you don't see. So one of the new things that you're going to see happen is AI is going to be able to allow you to utilize old games, make them look new, and mimic designs of old systems and place them on new ones. AI is going to be able to do that, to simulate that. And to prove my point, because I said this before, if you look at what NVIDIA has done with their Redux, making old games look new, if you look at certain AI joints now, how you could just take um, a game run it through an AI and make old games look new, right now you can do this. It's only going to be more sophisticated you know, as the days, months, and the years go by. Sony is going to need it, Microsoft is going to need it, and they're going to need each other. Now, that right there is going to be that right there is going to be gold. So, AI is going to be very important because it's going to save money, make workloads better, and whatever you need, it, you can teach it to AI and then AI does all the work to give it back to you. And that's the mm -hmm. punchline of AI. Now, now I, I, got, I got another punchline for this. How can we I, make AI better for accessibility? Because that's one uh, of the things, that's one of the things, accessibility in games has been one of my, like, like one of my, I don't know the word for it, but one of my things I've been, I really want to push for in the gaming industry and connecting with you is like, hey, something this big, I know I can push with this brother, we can get that, make that help. So accessibility, yeah. how can we make AI uh, great for improve accessibility for gamers, to, for, for all gamers? Yeah, well, it's already happening. So I'll give you an okay. example, man. Shout out to my man, Steve uh, Saylor and um, my man, Steve Spawn. Like, um, and also shout out to you, Mastermind. What's going on right now, Doug, is the accessibility that you see now, like right now, if you look at The Last of Us and like mm -hmm. Dead Space and like mm -hmm. different games and stuff like that. Look, I've been pushing for... Not only accessibility, but cheat codes and everything. You see me yeah, with the glitch yeah, all day. Yeah, you already know yeah, I've been yeah. pushing that. You know what I'm saying? Everybody don't want to play a game, but they got to grind, 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 grind just to get True. this one thing. Like, sometimes you just want to play the game and chill. Like, so the point I'm trying to make is this. What you're seeing right now with those types of games like Last of Us, mm -hmm. a lot of that stuff right there, the AI is learning right mm. now as we speak. Mm. So now when you want to implement accessibility in games, there's already an AI code generated in the beginning of the in the beginning of the development stages. Cool. Just to make sure it's applied. Cool. So now it's going to be more common, it's going to be more regular and stuff like that. And now it's going to be a it's going to come a time where accessibility will be a standard across every game. Because you got to understand Anytime you make a request to do something, that means it's going to take more time and work and money to invest and make it happen. Mm -hmm. Not everybody is in the same position to do the same things. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Like, for example, uh, if you look at a company like a Sony or if you look at a company like a Microsoft, they're in different positions versus a startup company that's, that can only do independent games and they got a budget of 200000 Versus a budget of 30 million. Yeah. It's just things that you just can't do. True. But imagine being able to punch above your weight because AI is doing a lot of the heavy work for you 
that normally would cost $10 million to do. Now you level the playing field simply because of AI. And instead of it being a hard course and you got to hire new people, whatever, whatever, you just activate that AI. Accessibility codes is written out automatically. You apply it to the game correctly so it can read it right and there's no bugs. And now access, uh, accessibility happens across the board. And now that eliminates the excuse to not have it because it's being more easy to be implemented. That's dope. Some some else be really really some else be really really fire if the AI can talk back to us and be like, hey, what's like? Let me be your personal assistant. Kind of like how you know how Katana was with Windows Ten yep. or whatever. If we yep. can get AI to communicate back with us, and you know, like that'd be crazy. So that that'd be crazy. I want to move on talking about uh, esports, man. Um, oh, let's get it. How can so? East Esports is big. Shout out to the shout out to the home team, Prodigy man. Um, ah, we, 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 we're doing some big things, man, and and that's why I said, bro, I had to talk to you. So it's a couple esports questions, but I got two of them just for right now. How can like the everyday gamers? This is for globally, locally, or whatever too. How can the everyday gamers get involved in esports? Because we, as we know, as melanated people, you dig what I'm saying? Yeah, we 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 are number one. How we. Everywhere, basketball, football, yep. esports. I mean, everywhere. You know what I'm saying? So, how can the everyday gamers, like like myself mm-hmm. or anyone else, you know what I'm saying, get involved into these heavy esports events and actually, you know what I'm saying, be up there? All right, cool. So, yo, I'm gonna bring it to you, bro. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Um, what do you want to do in esports? Mastermind, what do you want to do right now? If well, you, you woke up in the morning, this is your vision, whatever. What do you want to do in esports right now, dog? I want to connect the people, man, and get the everyday gamers like myself in a position to where we. Oh, go ahead, go ahead. That, so, to get in what position? To, like, to see, get one, so. One, one thing you're gonna learn about me, I'm gonna talk to you. I'm not okay. gonna talk around you. I ain't gonna use generals. I'm very direct and specific because when there's a goal in front of me, we gotta get to it. So get it. you, like, what do you want to do? You say you want to get people together. Okay, cool. To do what? Like, like that's what I. We gotta get to the meat of the situation. Pause. Okay. Go so for the for the for the high level, I consider myself as a high level player. You know, you know what I'm saying. Okay. So for, for the high level gamers out there, that's 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 competing, but not really uh, educated on esports. I want to okay. get these people together, you know what I'm saying, to put them in the spotlight, put them on in, in, in front, you know what I'm saying? And for also when it comes to Web3 and blockchain gaming or whatnot, these things uh-huh. are going to be key, very in, in key important factors. So educating okay. educating people on esports, but also on the, the digital financial literacy of, of, of this situation and combining these two together, I think is a very powerful thing. So- just being in the middle of connecting these two forefronts and bridging the right. gaps, I think that's the that's what I you know what I'm saying. That's, that's what I'm you want to do. I'm in okay. the process in real time doing these things. You feel what I'm okay. saying? So yeah. So yeah. I'm gonna make it easy for you, man. What? And I'm just talking to you. So if I was you, I would get um like a mastermind 501c3, so you could be a nonprofit. So the first thing if I was you, I would uh um definitely get your nonprofit. Um, figure out uh, how to uh, establish it because mm-hmm. it takes some work, but figure out how to establish it. Or if you don't want to do a nonprofit and you want to do a for-profit, get Mastermind LLC and get it trademarked. 
and stuff like that. Um, get with um a lawyer, or you could go to um, uh, I forgot the name of the uh uh website. Uh, 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 it's lawyer something. I forgot the name of the website, but you can um do that and get your LLC. So you have a for profit or non profit, however you want to go about it. You will want to get that. It's very easy and simple to do now. Boom, that's your first step. Now you now you're in business because you have a company, right? That's right. one, and your company is designed and built to bring people together in the forefront of esports. That's what your company is about. So that's one. Now, once you got your company established and stuff like that, um, if you don't got finances or um, uh, 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 capital, you're going to want to get a grant writer. And if you get a grant writer, a grant writer, you will hire a grant writer and he or she will be able to get you money that you don't have to pay back. So you got the capital to start to um, go to the different places that you need to go to, to have your business and your brand in front of the very people that you're trying to reach to do business with, to make sure these people can be in front of the esports world. That's two. Okay. Three. Within that capital that you get from, you know, getting grants and stuff like that, um, and if you can't get a grant or don't got uh, access to a grant writer or or if it's difficult for you, you're going to want to get with somebody that can help you with your credit. Because if you got great credit or business credit, you could do whatever you want to do. Because now you're not even using your own money to be able to do the things you need to do. So you got to make sure your business is structured correctly so you can actually do the very things that you say you want to do. A lot of people want to do stuff but they're not even prepared to do the very things that they say they want. A lot of people say they're ready to do something, but not even set up business-wise to receive what will be needed for them to even do the very thing that they say they want to do. And those conversations are the conversations that need to be had more because everybody Mm. want to put the cart before the horse because they want to do something and don't even know that they're not even ready for the very thing that they say they want to do. True, true. We're going to have to have a talk, have have a talk offline. Yeah, I, you know what I'm saying? Let, so you yeah, definitely yeah, got to yeah. get that stuff set up. And then once you get that stuff set up, what you uh, um one thing that would be very powerful is to get with a um uh is company called Gig. And it's yeah. the game industry gathering. You know what I'm saying? And um shout out to my man uh guy, shout out to my man Lance who um runs Read Pop as well that does all the Comic Cons, the E3s and everything now and oh, stuff dope. like that. These are the type of people and these are the type of places that you're going to want to go. Because when you go to these places and you're around these people, you get a chance to learn the business so you don't only start doing something and it works for the moment. You can start doing something and it can work forever. Now, keep in mind, mm, I've been true. in the game professionally since 2008. Yeah, It's yeah, 2023. Yeah. And I'm still the GOAT. Still the period. GOAT. <laughs> so I'm telling you, at the end of the day, um, it takes a lot of research and a lot of things learned. It's not impossible. But oh, no. I just, what I try to tell people is a lot of people want to do stuff. But when I start bringing up what it takes to actually do the very thing you want to do, mm-hmm. then then it's like, oh, oh, I did. Oh, you yeah. know what I'm saying? So make sure that if you really want to do something, you want to do it right. Take your time. Be patient, but be accurate. Mm. And then from there. You know, you'll be uh, you'll be good to go because now everybody is going to want to work with you. Why? Because people don't want to work with people that don't know how to uh, conduct business. True. True. Uh, imagine put like this: if Microsoft came to you tomorrow and said, "Yo, mastermind, um, I saw the video you did with Hip Hop Gamer. You said you want to do this. Um, I love the idea. Um, uh, uh, I want to give you this investment, or I want to help you such and such and such. Um." 
what, what's your EIN number? Or what is your business structure? Or how do we make this happen? You know, when people are ready to give you what you say you want, the mm-hmm. worst thing you could do is not be ready for what you say you want. True, 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 true. That's all I'm saying right there, bro. So, yeah, like there's so many ways to do it, but you got to make sure your business is uh, straight first. And then from there, you can knock out every, you can knock everything out the park after that, bro. Well, you go to E3 and yeah. you'll meet that's, everybody that's that you need to meet. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? If you go to Capcom Cup, if you go to Evo, go you go to Call of Duty League, go to Lake, go to these places. Yeah. You know when it's happening. Go there. Everybody that you need, every deal you trying to do is right there in person. And then when they put faces to names, you build what? A relationship. And when you build a relationship, then it's not just business, but it's like personal as well. And now you got help for life because now you got a real relationship with people. All the deals, listen, bro, all the deals and stuff that y'all see me with Logitech, AMD, New York Stock Exchange, you think that's just business? No. Business came out of it. All those, those, that's personal. I got real mm. relationships with these people, man. These are my people's like. So I'm just letting you know, you can make it happen, but I just want you to understand what it really takes and what you got to do before you can even say, hey, I want to do this. Okay. Mm-hmm. What does that mean? So that's what I want y'all to understand. Um, the educational side of it first on the back end, because nobody wants to feel like like, how can I bring you to a meeting to talk big business and do deals and, you, and you're not even ready? Yeah, true. That's going to hurt true. you more than help you. True, 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 true. Yep. Hey, hey we're we going to have to talk offline, man, because I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm trying to do some heavy impact stuff, man, like some heavy stuff, man. We're going to talk more offline, but I, I got yeah. a couple, I got three more, couple more questions for you, my brother. All uh, right, let's do it. Listen, man, what... What game? Well, you already answered that one. The outfitter, I really want to elaborate on that. What game are you really looking forward to, man? I'm talking about like 2023, 2024. What game are remake, remaster? Oh, okay. What you what so, you what you looking forward to, man? So for me, you know my favorite game, you know, is God of War. But mm-hmm, we're not gonna mm-hmm. see God of War for a while. And there's All a right. reason for that. You're not gonna see God of War for a while. What I can say. If there's any game that I know for a fact right now that will surpass what we've seen in God of War Talk is Wolverine. Me. Wolverine. Wolverine. I'm telling you. I'm, why, listen, why you say Wolverine? Listen, Talk to the listen, Talk to us, man. <laughs> listen, I'm gonna tell you right now. Well, look, that's another one. I can't speak too another much on that one. one right now, though. I can't okay. speak too much on that one. Okay. What I will say is this: Wolverine. Is better than God of War. Yeah, Wolverine what? exceeds God of War. I'm talking about. I'm talking about from a standpoint of like gameplay and what's in it. Mm-hmm. Wolverine exceeds uh, God of War. What? Like, and and look, let me just tell you, man. You know, like iron sharp as iron. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like Insomniac, they they be battling Sony Santa Monica. Mm-hmm. Sony sign up. Sony Santa Monica. You know. Like they be bad, they be battling sucker punch. Like mm-hmm. every, they all learn from each other. Naughty dog. Like they all learn from each other. I know this. True. Look, everybody that's listening right now, uh, I forgot what you would probably type in. 
but you could Google like hip hop gamer, uh, God of War three, Sony Santa Monica office, and you'll see me all the way back in like two thousand and nine, walking into offices of Sony Santa Monica, talking with people. Listen, yeah. a lot of things that I talk about. Like, people be like, yo, hip-hop, I thought, and then next thing you know, two, three years later, oh, he was, he was right, right all along. And then somebody else tried to take the credit, and then I got to be like, no, he, you know what I mean? You know how that go. But the point mm. I'm trying to say is this. Wolverine mm. is better and exceeds God of War. Now, I know a lot of people will be like, oh, well, that's man. expected. It's going to be on PS5, it's like that. No. Nah, Just because nah. a game is on PS5, doesn't mean yeah. it's gonna be better than God of War right. now. Like we talking God yeah. of War now. Yeah, like, right, right. Like, put like this. <laughs> I look, I love Xbox too, but there's yeah. nothing on Xbox, and it's been three years. Like, and there's nothing still on Xbox that touches God of War or God of War Whoa. Ragnarok. Whoa, you even started so, a fire fight with so, the Xbox fans. No, 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 I'm just being honest. Like, <laughs> it's not about the hardware. It's about who's making what. True. You know, like. You can have the best hardware in the world, but if you don't know how to use it, what does it matter? Yeah. So it's the combination of the hardware and the talent. What I'm telling you, Insomniac Games is no joke. Man. And Wolverine is better. Now, this is me. I'm the realest God of War fan. Like, you know how I get down. Yeah, I yeah, live yeah. for God of War. Yeah. Shout out to my brother David Jaffe, the creator of Kratos. Put some respect on his name. Big I'm out. telling you Let's right go. now. Yeah. Wolverine is better and exceeds God of War. Oh, and when man. you see it, you're going to understand why Kratos is going to take a break. Mm, because okay. <laughs> Logan, Logan, I, I'll put it to you like this to make, to give you more of a visual. If you go back and play um, X-Men uh, uh, Wolverine's. Uh, what was that joint? The Wolverine game. It was uh X Men. Some I forgot the name of the subtitle of it. Mm -hmm. But it was a game on uh, Xbox 360, I believe. Classic, and um, classic. uh, it was a uh, it was an X Men game, but it was, it was a Wolverine game. And when you look at the full the FMV, like the full motion video of it, there's a part where he takes his claws and stabs it through a wall, and it goes through the face and the head of the enemy. But it was like in full motion video form, like it looked like a movie. The real-time mm. game in Wolverine blows that out the water. Oh, what? Like, period. Like, Dang. man, like, it's, Wolverine is something else, man. Something else. And what's so funny about the development of Wolverine, some of the tech, like, okay, I'll give you, I'll give you a little something. I'll give you a little something. All right, all right. They just started talking about the tech in Dead Island 2 with the flesh-eating tech. So when you mm -hmm, hit mm -hmm. their bodies, the flesh, the way the flesh comes off the bone, right. and you keep hitting them, keep hitting them, and the yeah. flesh keeps tearing. Now, I'm going to tell you, then if you remember in God of War 3, when um, Kratos ripped off, I think, Helio's head, and you see the skin oh, tearing yeah. and everything, like, all the yeah. other stuff, Wolverine Oh, so they gonna PS5. You never, oh, oh. never seen nothing like this. Never to this detail. Put it like this. In the X-Men game that I talked about that was on 360, mm -hmm. when you get damaged as Wolverine, 
your body deteriorates. And then as you heal, your skin comes back. Like back in uh, the X-Men mm, game of 360. Yeah, 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 yeah. That, sis, that tech system is in the oh, new Wolverine man. that's coming out. Like when you get hurt in the new Wolverine, you're going to see your body look all deformed and crazy. And then it starts to rejuvenate. So you can look at your character and see what the health is like. Damn. I'm giving you game right now, bro. Damn. Ain't nobody touching like Wolverine right now, B. Yeah. There's a reason why they didn't want to release Wolverine and Spider-Man in the same year. Mm. Wolverine need more time. But when you mm. see it. Yeah. Cause the only the only little trailer they showed was just, you know, Wolverine scratching the claw on the bar or something like, oh, that shit look yep. good, man. Oh. I, I, listen, <laughs> listen. Put it like this. You know, when when they showed the demo of um when they did the PS5 Unreal Engine 5 demo, that first demo that they did, where they, they was able to take cinematic quality assets and just drop it in uh, mm -hmm. Unreal Engine. And um uh then she was like flying around the city and everything like that. Yeah, and yeah, landed yeah. uh that early, early tech demo. Yeah. I can honestly tell y'all, man, that tech demo, like, this is stuff that you will see in real time that you can play. Like when you when you look at um uh that other game of Black Myth Wukong and you see those games and stuff like that, bro, like you know what's so funny? Y'all haven't really seen Next Generation yet. Yeah. I know we're in this generation, yeah. but y'all really haven't seen Next Generation yet. Yeah, like, I agree. Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart, is, that's Next Gen. Uh. But what's so funny is, when you see what's coming, you're going to look at that and be like, wow, that's amazing. Mm. How can but even as amazing as that is, it ain't touching Dang. what's... When y'all see Spider-Man 2, that's that's gonna be it. When you see Wolverine, just that's gonna that's be the it. Next like gen. just I'm telling you right now, when you see Wolverine, or this is what's gonna happen for most people. For most people, I'm gonna talk about the casuals and then I'm gonna talk about the hardcore. Wolverine is gonna be one of those games that is gonna change. The business model of content creators. Oh, that's how powerful Wolverine is. I give you an example of what I mean. Currently, right now, I think Grand Theft Auto earns twenty six thousand dollars an hour. Damn. Right now, I think uh, I think Grand Theft Auto, as a title, when you stream it on YouTube or in all these other platforms, it's earning twenty six thousand dollars an hour for the company. So like that. That's how powerful that game is. When y'all see Wolverine, just the impact of Wolverine, the way they, the, the marketing, like all everything like that, when people see that, and the fact that it's a Marvel property, wait till you see. <laughs> man. That's all I'm gonna say, man. Man. Wolverine is gonna be that game that's gonna make content creators rethink how they create content because. Wow. Of the new things that's being introduced to Wolverine. And you might see it in other games before Wolverine, but I doubt it. But you see how 
photo mode was so powerful when that was mm-hmm, introduced. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. There's new things that Insomniac Games is working on that's going to be introduced. That's going to change the culture of content creation within games. Wow. PlayStation is a beast, bro. Wow. They're doing different things, man. I'm, I'm hoping so, they do yeah. something because, I mean, they in trouble. <laughs> it's crazy they, right they, now. They in trouble, man. Uh, One one last question, man. This this this. Hold one. up. Who's in trouble? Sony is in trouble. We we can elaborate on if we want in tro- to. In trouble like how? Hey, I'm a big, I'm a big Sony fan. I, in trouble. I spoke about no, in the last podcast. I got it all. Let's talk about it. Let's talk about it. Let's talk about it. Let's talk about it. All right. So look, let's so, talk about it. So look, how are they in trouble? trouble? So play, I feel like PlayStation is in trouble because of the fact that what Xbox and I don't even own Xbox, right? PlayStation, everything. You know what I'm saying? I got a uh-huh. love for them. But look, mm-hmm. the fact that Xbox got some stuff cooking. They got all these studios and whatnot. They got ChatGBT. That's AI. We talked about that. So they're going to have their hands on the future of gaming already, right, with AI. Now, PlayStation, they dropping. They should have kept PlayStation View. You know what I'm saying? We got Last of Us mm-hmm. and God of War TV shows, movie, all these shows. They could have rolled that out perfectly if they would have kept PlayStation View. They dropped that. The PlayStation Collection situation, they dropping that. What are you doing, PlayStation? You, you making profits. Why are you dropping these services? PSVR 2. Price is too high. We can't afford that. We're just now getting our hands on PS5. If you get a, if you buy a PS5 and VR2, you're looking at probably $1,200, $1,500. Bucks. Everyday gamer can't really afford that. So PS5, I mean, uh, PSVR2 probably ain't going to do so well. I wish you the best luck, though. These okay. are situations that PlayStation, you know what I'm saying, need to be kind of like, hey, yo, what's, what you doing? You know what I'm saying? It's, it, it's a couple other things, you know, backwards capability. What are you doing, PlayStation? I got a disc version. I got a lot of disc, disc collection of PS2, PS3, PS1. I should be able to play these disc games on my PlayStation. Hey, I used to do a little jailbreaking with Nintendo back in the day. I can mm-hmm. open up your console and tap into your power, but I ain't trying to do that. But for the mere fact that y'all changing a lot of this stuff and taking a lot of this stuff from the players, you need to, and you're in trouble. For one, they ain't even, they ain't even cool with, they don't even... Shout out to the homie Lemon, man. I, I know you, you're Lemon. Oh, yeah, that's brother. my bro. Yeah, that's family. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? And he made a good point on, on, on his show. They was talking about uh, PlayStation, the CEO. He don't really come out and talk talk to people a lot of times. You know what I'm saying? They only, right. they forgot all about Africa as a con- as a continent. Like, what? what are you doing, PlayStation? Like, it's a lot of things that PlayStation, I feel like they need to kind of correct on some things and, you know what okay. I'm saying, capitalize on things. Same thing with Nintendo. Okay. Nintendo is in trouble. You know what I'm saying? But that's another story. We need a new Nintendo console. PlayStation having situations for an, another another example, just throw icing on the cake. This whole Activision situation. PlayStation, why are you bothering Xbox with the Activision situation? You know what I'm saying? They 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 trying to they trying to let Call of Duty let Call of Duty be for everybody. Leave these folks alone. And now since they're about to go into court, all the situation, all the deals and everything else. Finna be out in full pace. All the stuff y'all had going on before Xbox was, you know what I'm saying, coming to the crowd. We finna know all mm-hmm. about y'all business doing that. That's a shot in the foot. PlayStation been shooting itself in the foot. You keep shooting yourself in the foot, you got you got some problems. So that's why I say PlayStation, you know what I'm saying, is in trouble. Now, I ain't saying they dead or nothing like that. But I'm okay. just saying from the perspective of all those things I just named, you've been shooting yourself in the foot. And us as players, we been getting hit by it. Okay, so let me ask you this, right? Okay, so let me ask you this, right? Now, you said that PlayStation is in trouble. Now, I heard everything you said, and everything that you said 
that sounds more like fan request things. It sounds more like wish list stuff. Maybe. But when you say a company, but when you say a company is in trouble, what is putting them in trouble? Like, like, like I give you an example. If I was to make a statement saying that a company is in trouble mm-hmm. and stuff like that, then I would say, okay, uh, I would say Xbox is in trouble, right? Let's say I said, okay, okay. let's say I, I make see, a statement saying, saying. Yeah, let's yeah. say I make a statement saying that Xbox is in, is in trouble. Why they are in trouble. I, I'm not talking about right now. I'm just hypothetically saying, mm-hmm. I would say Xbox is in trouble because their shareholders pulled out of the Xbox division because mm-hmm. their division only represent 8% of their entire value and that percentage has been dropping year over year over year for three consecutive years so we are investing in something and we've done everything that we could and thought of and we still don't see any traction so this right here is not valuable to us it's not an asset it's more of a liability to keep it alive and the action that proves that is that the funding is not there like it used to be. Like we're not, like that's an example of saying that a company or a division or something is in trouble because there's something of proof that you can see that this is dropping off. Now I'll give you an example, right? Um, When you look at, uh, uh what's the name? Um, Oh my gosh, uh, what's the name of this uh company? They just, that they just um went, Oh my gosh, I'm drawing a blank. It was a company that just went under. It was a company that just went under. Oh my gosh. I can't. Oh, so this ain't the company I'm talking about, but I would use this as an example. So the Kalisto Protocol, right? Dope game, dope game. Um, love the game. Love the game. Shout out yeah. to Glenn Schofield and the whole team. Most definitely. Good right? brother. Now, now, Crafton is the publisher of this game, right? So, they invested a certain amount of money in this game. They was expected to reach um, $5 million in sales in a certain time frame. They didn't do that. So, because they didn't do that, and that was a goal of theirs, can they still hit that mark? Probably. But in the time frame that they said, no. Which will affect other things that they are doing, which may put them, put that development studio in trouble of being able to make another game that Crafton publishes until they get this right, or they may be um their funding may be cut for their next title so they could try to make up for what they lost on this one. Like these are like facts you would say that will put a company or a division or something in trouble. Hmm, now, if you look at PlayStation, who's the number one publisher? And like literally, who's the number one game studio? In gaming somebody, right now. Somebody get this man. Who's the number drops. one? <laughs> yeah, who's the number one gaming, the gaming company right now in in um all of gaming right now? Who's number one right now? I mean, me personally, of course I would say Sony. You dig what I'm saying? No, 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 I mean, no. It's not a personal it's not a personally I would say so. Mm-hmm. I'm not talking about like what you feel. I'm talking about the facts. Who is the number oh, one I mean, game company right now um, in gaming? Is it Tencent? No. I know they like number Tencent one is, or two. Tencent is number two. Number Sony two. is number mm. one. 
Tencent okay. is number two. Uh, I think Microsoft is number three or four, I think. Yeah, yeah. Microsoft yeah. is number four. Yeah. And, yeah. I, and if I'm not mistaken, I think third is either EA right now. Mm. So the point I'm trying to say is when you look at the top five companies, they're there, but Sony is number one. Yeah. That's one. Now think about this for a second, right? Um, if you want to talk about uh, um, a company being in trouble, how is Sony in trouble when they never, ever lost a generation to their direct competitor? Mm. They ne- Since 1994, when it yeah. came out in Japan. Yeah. PlayStation 1, number one selling. PlayStation 2. Like, you understand what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, yeah. Now, if you would have said during the PlayStation 3 era they was in trouble. <laughs> that's a different story. That's a different story. <laughs> that's our stepbrother. <laughs> you, you know what I'm saying? But the point I'm trying to say is when you make a statement like somebody's in trouble, yeah. what facts do you have besides the way you feel as an end user of a gamer? Yeah. To prove your point. That's all I'm saying. Because I'm speaking from a standpoint of journalism and you got to operate within facts. So, yeah, yeah. yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, for, I, I give you another example. I give you a great example, right? If you look at the music business, right? So much has changed in the music business. Facts. So, we had tapes, we had CDs, now we got streaming. So, you can see when certain companies or certain ways are in trouble, because there's KPIs that you look at to determine whether or not this is going to be feasible or not. Blockbuster, Netflix. Blockbuster's in trouble. Why? Because they're not adapting, blah, blah, blah. Netflix comes in. Yeah. So, so now we're going to go through this again. What makes Sony in trouble? Because I'm going to give you a stat that you're not aware of. But I'm gonna give you a stat right now. But what I might, I'm gonna just ask you the question again. And based on what I said, what can you provide to me to say that PlayStation is in trouble based on the dialect we just had? Yeah, well, the dialect is more of I'm coming from a place of passion and just on the block talking. You dig what I'm saying? You dig what I'm saying? I'm not coming at it like. You just upset. You know no, 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 I would just say, that, look, I'm a, I'm the, you talking to the biggest Sony fan. I like Sony over Xbox and Nintendo. If we just had, yeah, I got you. you know what I'm saying? But it's just the fact that, Hey, the conversations that I'm having with other gamers and with everybody, every, the gamers opinions, you dig what I'm saying? Hey, we, yeah, we, uh-huh. yeah, we upset. You shooting us in the foot because if you're doing these things to the services and we seeing these opportunities, you shooting us in the foot also because I would love to watch uh, uh, Last of Us on my PlayStation 5 running PlayStation View. I don't, I don't even watch TV for real. You know what I'm saying? So cutting the cable with PlayStation View would have been perfect. You feel what I'm saying? So I'm right. just I'm just looking at this thing from you just talking to a man in love. Passion. Passion yeah, no, again. No, I feel you know it, what I'm passionate saying? too, bro. I'm passionate <laughs> too. Dog, I want everything too. At yeah, the same yeah. time, if we talk about something realistically, yeah. you it's what here's what happens, right? We was just talking about business, right? With what mm-hmm. you want to do in esports and stuff like that. Yeah. You got to understand something in the circles and the rooms that I'm in. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah, yeah. So, let's say, for example, right? Let's say the Michael Packers of the world. Uh, let's say, uh, um, well, 
there are certain names that remain behind the scenes that take care of a lot of big business and industry that people don't like would never know about or whatever. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. I will tell you this. Anything that I'm on, people like certain people watch all the time. Yeah. So when you speak about when you make statements about business things, but you have nothing to back up the business part, it's just all passion because you're a fan and you're a gamer. Mm-hmm. It show you in a certain light that nah, this person ain't ready yet. You understand what I'm saying? So I try to tell people all the time, especially from a content creator standpoint, you gotta be mindful of everything that you say, everything that you put out, because you got there's a bag for you, and you don't even know it, and you could potentially blow it by the things you say because of misleading and misrepresentation. So what I'm trying to tell you is, as a fan, it's one thing. But if we're talking about hardcore business, mm-hmm. Sony is not in trouble, dog, at all. And what I wanted to tell you is, I agree. Sony is the most demanded console. Big facts, big facts, big facts. Period. Yeah. Over Xbox. Yeah. Now, I, overall, I totally agree. Yeah. Now, overall, Nintendo is actually in most in the mo- is the most demanded in terms of all the states in America mm-hmm. and stuff like that. And then Sony and then Xbox. But the point I'm trying to make is when you make a claim that Sony's in trouble, yet it's the most demanded, it has the highest sales, it's um, it's the largest uh game publisher, they finding success outside of gaming. Yeah, they still got like when you look at what's actually happening versus what you're saying, there's a big disconnect in terms of what's actually factual, even when you look at the financial calls. That's yeah. all. That's that's all I'm saying. So, so, but, but you don't think two years from now, with the with AI and, and everything else, how Xbox and Microsoft, what they're doing with the technology, you don't think that Xbox has the opportunity to take that number one spot from PlayStation? No, I'm gonna oh, tell really? you why. I'm gonna tell you why. Because you're focusing on Microsoft. Microsoft is not Xbox. Don't get it twisted. Yeah, true, true, Microsoft true. owns Xbox, but Xbox is just a division within Microsoft. Remember, Xbox was almost gone. Yeah, yeah. At one point in time. It was about to be sacrificed. And then the CEO of Microsoft reaffirmed that they're going to invest and keep Xbox alive. Now, what they don't tell you, and I can't, I'm not going to go into full detail on this, God, but God. I will tell you I will tell you something. You my man. I will tell you something. I just did a video with Samsung. Two videos with Samsung pushing um Xbox no console required. Right. That's fine. This ain't all coincidence. Yeah. So, when you talk about 2 or 3 years down the road, what I can tell you is what you're talking about now, what you're saying now, you won't be able to talk and say the things you're saying in about four years. And I just leave it at that. Okay. okay. And I know for a fact because I'm a part of certain I'm a part of certain things. Okay, and I just okay. leave it at that. Well, hey, I'm, we'll talk I'm, off camera. Okay, but I'm just telling okay. you, like, um, it's one thing to to be a fan and want this and see this and whatever, whatever. But like when you see a move, you gotta understand what that move means. And if you don't understand what that move mean, it could look a certain way if you don't have all the information. But when you get all the information, when you see that move, it's like, oh, I know what they're doing. 
everybody mm. else don't know, so they yeah, think yeah, he's different. Yeah. But when I sense. see certain moves, when I see certain moves, I'm like, oh, I know what's about to happen. And now they don't even see it coming. And then when it happens, it's like, oh, oh, oh. See what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm telling you, everything, look, these com these companies are not stupid. Like they're very, very smart. These companies know you better than you know yourself in a lot of situations. How is that? You ever notice why you ever notice before you are even allowed to play certain games? You have to go through terms and conditions. Yeah. Just to play the game now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Just to even play the game. Yeah. You have to go through terms and conditions. Mm -hmm. Just to play the game, you have to share your data, your data, your behavior. Mm. Just to play the game, you have to do certain things. So every move that 98% of the moves that a lot of these companies are making, they're not guesses. Like, they're making these moves based on what's being told to them, regardless if you tell them or not. Mm. I, dog, I know what I'm talking about, bro. I do this. So that's what I'm saying. When you make a claim, make sure you can back it up. Because if you can't back up the claim and it's mm. just feelings, then there's no facts. You're just talking. Yeah. Does that make sense? Like, I'm not trying yeah, to yeah, imagine. Yeah. I'm just saying. No, 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 sense? no. Like, yeah, yeah. It makes make perfect, perfect sense. Because you got to remember. You got to remember, you're going to be going to a lot of events. You're going to get more involved in the business, bro. Like, mm. these are things that's going to happen for you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And when you get behind the curtain and you see what really goes on, yeah, then you're going to be like, bro, I, look, it happened to me, bro. I used yeah. to be just the fan and just seeing things from the outside looking in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that was my only knowledge. Mm -hmm. Then when I went to E3 in 2008, changed everything. And, then, <laughs> and and once I just started being around, you see what I do. You see what I'm right. at. You see who's on my show. You see the how highest I, level. Bro. I see you. <laughs> come on, B. So the point is, I'm just trying to give you the game so you can understand the game. Right. right. And then from there, you'll be like, oh shoot, like they about to, like mm. for example. I came out with a video talking about Street Fighter Six being in the metaverse. I remember you. I remember your video. Yeah, yeah, I did. Yeah. before before they right. made that before Capcom Talk to him, launched bro. Talk the video, to him. I broke the story <laughs> on that. Now think right. about this for a second. Street Fighter never did this before, mm -hmm. and it took them years to build it. So they've been on it for the longest mm -hmm. to be able to bring this to us now. Why do you think they do that? So my thing is, people was complaining about Street Fighter V and the way it rolled out, right? Mm -hmm. I was the main person defending Street Fighter V, yeah, telling people it's amazing and y'all not paying attention to what's going on. Mm -hmm. So why that. do you think... <laughs> and this is... Street Fighter V came out 2016, I think. Yeah. So the point I'm trying to say is... Think about how far in advance the business side of things are by the time it gets to the public. Mm. So a lot of things you're saying now, I know you don't know what you're talking about fully yet. Because mm. by the time y'all get the information, y'all already three, four years late. True.
True. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, so, yeah. Business has to be done way in advance before it gets to. Yeah, it may the be two. It may be two years prior or something before two, then, three, four, yeah, five years prior. For real, for real. Yeah. So the yeah. So the point I'm trying to make is uh, when we talking business and gaming and stuff like that. When you see certain moves, by the time it gets to you, they already on to, to the next move. So right now we're in 2023. Mm-hmm. I can tell you things that's happening in 2027 and 8 right now. But I ain't gonna mm-hmm. feel those. Yeah, yeah. Be but fast. the point I'm trying to say is I yeah. can. Yeah. And that's why when I see certain things, I'm like, just wait. And then when it happens, everybody like, oh, and then what I do is go back to the video I put out to show you yeah. where it came from. <laughs> there we go. Makes sense. Makes sense. Uh, hey, some some I used to always say on the show, man. I'm a future and fortune teller. So yeah, I, okay. I definitely. I'm, I'm gonna tell you more offline. I definitely. One last question, man. I gotta right. ask you because both of us hip hop artists and love your music by yeah. the way too. I think we already. Oh, had thank the, you, man. We already had the hip hop discussion. That. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So look, you gotta spit a chain on that. You show me love to, for the man. music. You gotta spit a chain on that, B. <laughs> got to, man. Hey, so look, I know you're a big Def Jam Vendetta fan. Uh, who yeah. is? In 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 your real life, who is some of uh, uh, like your, the main characters? Who, who main characters in your life? Who would you pick? Uh, two people, favorite hip hop artists, R and B artists, or whatever, whatever. Uh, who would you pick to be on your team to fight with in real life and playing the video game with? Oh uh, yeah. I so in real life in hip hop, who would I have on my team? That yeah. Uh, like that, yeah, yeah. For example, for example, let's say I got Exhibit and Jay Z. I will pick them right? in the game, and I actually sit down with them and play the game with them. In real, oh, like that. Yeah. Okay, yeah. for me, oh, that's a good one. That's a great question. For me, play the game with them and sit down with them. Mm-hmm. Definitely. So. I would definitely go with 50 Cent. Okay. Big okay. time. Because uh, 50, what I love about 50 is he believes in himself so much that he'll stand with you, he'll stand alone, and no matter what, he'll find a way to win. Mm. And, I, and that level of persistence mm-hmm. and resourcefulness, you can't lose with someone that always find a way to win. Big facts. So his intel- like he's very intelligent. Love his music. He's the realest to me. So, um, yeah, I'll definitely go with 50. And the next person I would probably say mm, this is so tough, man. <laughs> this is so tough. The next person I would probably say Is Eminem, mm, and the re- and, and the reason why I say that is because Eminem, he's such a connoisseur mm. of hip hop. He's such a student. So it's interesting to see his level of humbleness. Even when a lot of people label him as a goat, mm. it's 
it takes a certain type of individual to win, yet operate as if they lost. Mm. Interesting. That right there to me is powerful because then what what that what that means is that everybody will hold him up. And he has to be responsible for holding himself down. Mm. That's tough. Yeah, that is. Because you got to think about it. Especially in hip-hop and video games, anything competitive, you always want to say you're the best at. Right. A lot of people have a hard time being real with themselves. Not a lot of people can accept if they're not the best. Mm -hmm. They're one of the best or they do their best. But a lot of people can't accept telling themselves that they're not number one. A lot of people can't do that. And Eminem has a way of knowing that he's number one but operating as if he never had a shot. And people uphold him to this level that sometimes seems so unrealistic, yet he still strives to do what's impossible. And that right there, he doesn't understand what it means to fail because of his never-give-up attitude in everything that he does in terms of the purity of the culture that he represents. Interesting. And that right there, to me, can be applied to business, can be applied mm-hmm. to family, can be applied to relationships, and to have a conversation like that with him over playing video games, oh, mm-hmm. Interesting. that'd be powerful. So would. I, would take, I would take 50 and Eminem, and I think that right there would be, I love both of them, man. They're incredible. Yeah. Interesting. All right, man. Hey, look, man, I want to be respectful yeah. of your time, man. I know you're, yep. a, busy, you're a busy brother, yeah, man. Yeah, you got to get ready to run. We got something at five, so yep. Yeah, you're a busy brother. Hey, man, I appreciate you for coming on the show, man. Uh, tell them where to find you at. And last words for the everyday game out there, man. Got you, man. So first off, you can find me everywhere, son. Just Google me, dog, hip-hop gamer. You know what I'm saying? I'm everywhere. Twitter, Twitch, Facebook. Instagram, YouTube, everywhere, and everything is the same. Hip hop gamer, and my name is Trademark. I own my joint. You know what I mean? Ah, so yeah, it's go, me for go. real. You know what I mean? So that's yeah. one. And two, what I have to say to the everyday gamer is, what's your why? That's it. What's your why? You know, why do you game? Why do you do the things that you like love to do? And when you realize what your why is, protect it because mm. at the moment somebody takes away your why, you can't live. Mm, you know what I mean. Powerful. So never lose your why. You need your why in order to live. Powerful. Period. So God bless you. Your mastermind dog. I thank yeah, you yeah. personally, man, like for always supporting. Um, dog, it's one thing I tell a lot of people, I'm gonna tell, and this is just for you. Um, a lot of people forgot what it's like to just be like a fan and just enjoy the moment. And mm-hmm. that's one of the things that I love to do. Like I love the moments when every all eyes on me, I'm the star, everybody, you know, blah, 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 autographs, blah, blah, blah. That, all that stuff is fun. At the same time, it's fun to just show up somewhere and see my people who's doing amazing things and just be in the audience like, yo, yeah, yeah, I love yeah. that too. Thank you for being humble enough and being willing enough to be a fan, a friend, a brother. Yo, I, God bless you and I love you back, man. I appreciate Most everything you bro. do too. And however I can help, I got you. Period. Man. Thank bro. you, Mastermind. I appreciate you. This has been one of my favorite episodes. It's been real, y'all. I love <laughs> you, my brother. Love is love, All y'all. All day, bro. Talk to you later. Game on. Peace.